0: Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast. This is episode 139, which we recorded live on YouTube and Facebook. And we had quite a bit of show and tell during the show. So if you're driving right now and you're not able to see what we're talking about, don't worry, go ahead and finish listening to the audio and then go back to our YouTube or our Facebook page and then watch the video yourself. Don't forget to subscribe to our channels and catch our next live show. For now, enjoy episode 139
1: welcome to the rc roundtable podcast where we discuss the latest rc hobby news events model reviews and a whole lot more
2: hello boys
0: hello there hello
2: fitz howdy You, you kind of freaked me out because when we before we went live lee you were on the left and fitz was on the right we came in from the intro, y'all were swapped. Yep. All right. What do I are say? You, are you playing with the uh settings? There? Sure, I'm playing. All
0: right. <coughs> Fitz Who's is playing, playing with, with the... something else. <laughs> I guess we're so professional.
1: I don't do anything. <laughs> He's <got a> reverb. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, that wasn't
2: all me. right. Look, we've I already done people nothing. in the chat. Yeah. Let's get... Thanks for let's... joining us with such short notice.
1: Yeah, let's, let's give a few minutes for people to kind of wander in. We no, too see, that's what people
2: end. do at work. No, that's horrible. Every, everybody wave when you come in. <laughs> Let, let's
1: wait for oh. all the people
2: who get in beer on time to hold up the meeting for the people who did show up on time. There's a
1: delay in the notification. There's a delay in the video, Mr. Poopy Pants, the no. grumpy, grumpy man. A long he is grumpy. grumpy. <laughs> really? 50 going on 100.
0: Nah. I can I can pull him out of the studio. <laughs>
3: I, I have the power.
0: Yeah, big red
1: button <laughs> on your
0: desk. I think we've we've done that to fitzer once or twice. Yeah.
1: Say <laughs> A bunch of names popping up.
2: Oh hi, Lewis. Sorry, I haven't made any of the indoors this year. I actually tried to sign up halfway into it, and they had closed the registration. And yeah, that did it. Do so you guys remember last year they had indoor flying here that I went to several times, shot some video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little bit earlier this year, and um, I missed it.
0: Is that the one that you did the chant video with that
2: spinning? No, no that, that was that the it, indoor at the Neat Fair. At the Neat, okay. Yeah, and actually the first week of our local indoor flying was the Monday before Neat, and that was the reason I didn't go to that. Or maybe it was the Monday after Neat. Either way, I was too needed up to to make it to that you were done yeah so anywho he
0: forgives you he says no problem
2: yeah lewis is good people thank you hey no problem (laughs) but speaking of neat um oh. more a, neat stories?
3: I'm, well,
2: that's it's optional for you guys. Five hours wasn't enough last time? Neat two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the neatening. The it uncut it. version.
2: <laughs> Go I ahead, Gary. Project the that, most I is neat. <laughs> that I don't think I talked about. So if you guys want to hear about another project,
0: I guess. But Lee, you've heard the about it because
2: yeah. you listened to the Aviation RC Noob podcast, right? I did so I was a guest on a different podcast and that was released over the weekend earlier this week recently the last few days and I did talk about it on that podcast among other things so I'll be double dipping a little bit do you have a show-and-tell for us as well I've got several show and tells I littered the area around my seat with a few things so I wouldn't have to get up well here I'll just start with you
0: let's give you the uh, well I thought prime... we were waiting for all the slow pokes.
1: No, we it's done. Okay, we're yeah, three done. minutes in. <laughs> They've had their three minutes.
2: All right. Oh, I don't like take the stage. Screen. Well, I could. So i If you want, here we go. I'm gonna use my Allen wrench as a pointer. At the oh, end of our last show, I started to go into the story. <laughs> I'm <you>. trying. I'm, <laughs> I started talking about um, Thayer, our buddy. He visited me a couple of weeks ago, and that was not long after the neat fair. So the the whole story behind this is more than a year ago, I bought an RC airplane lot that was for sale on Facebook. You guys know how I like to scrounge the Facebook marketplace ads. Basement deals. Must have basement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one was in Delaware. And what orig- originally drew me to it is that they had a Kyosho plane in the lot, and of course, once I saw that it was in Delaware, I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's like saying candy.
3: Are <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
1: right,
2: You guys going to listen or are you going to yammer? We'll try.
1: Thank you. We're going to yammer. Of course. Yeah. Um,
2: but even this Kyosha plane was not worth driving to Delaware. And then just as I was about to give up on it, I'm like, Hey, I have a buddy in Delaware. So I looked it up, and my friend lives only about 10 minutes away from the where this auction, not auction, but sale was. And he agreed that he would go pick the stuff up if I could agree on a price. And as it worked out, I did agree on a price, and I bought a whole lot full of stuff, including the Kyosho plane. And he picked it up, put it in his basement, and the deal was I was going to come down there and pick it up in the not-too-distant future. Because this friend of mine, um, he and I and our family's visit typically a couple of times a year since we've been in Buffalo and then COVID hit and I hadn't made it up there. So this stuff has been sitting in his basement for a long time, longer than it should have. And it was quite a, a big load of stuff. So I uh, introduced Thayer as part of his job. He travels all over the Northeast, including in Delaware and including in Buffalo. So it turned out that both of those areas were on his, uh, Upcoming destinations list and he agreed to swing by my buddy's house in Delaware pick up all the stuff And then the next week or a few days later. I forget what it was. He came by my place and dropped it all off
1: now That could be and so
2: yeah free delivery well practically free yes. um, Yeah, so it worked out really well. So thank you to Rob my buddy in Delaware and thank you to Thayer everyone's buddy um, He dropped off this big pile of RC stuff And I kind of knew what was in it because it had pictures and stuff. Um, But, you know, you never really know the condition of stuff and stuff that's balsa built. You you never know what you're getting. Um, There's all levels of craftsmanship in this hobby. and (laughs) Some are, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, the Kyosho plane is a Kyosho Valencia. And fits that should sound familiar to you because that's the plane that you mentioned seeing at new creations when you went there uh yeah 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 right but you saw we got the cool version yeah and yeah th- this is the electric version and i've already started taking it apart to refurb it um uh, i've got the fuselage here okay now I'm yeah.
1: so it's funny you mentioned that because i was i was doing some rummaging around i picked i saw an old rcm magazine from the 80s and it had one of those in it uh, yeah or os10 so it, it said yeah. Look at that. Oh, I like so the that, offset.
0: It's way motor offset.
1: <laughs> yeah, gonna hit the motor offset. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I'll show you why in a
1: minute. Somebody had too much sake uh, that day? <laughs> um,
2: so it's a plastic blue molded fuselage, which is, I think, pretty typical for Kyosho at the time. It's a three-channel airplane. It's got this rudder, and then it had a T-tail here, and it's a built-up, like a stick horizontal stab with an elevator. And that was installed on it when I got it, but it was pretty crooked. So, I figured out how to pop it off and I'll get it back on the right way. The push rod's kind of sticky, so I need to, to work on the push rod too. But anyway, it, it's a 34 airplane. We all hate airplane.
0: sticky push rods.
2: That's the worst. Um, so, it's, I don't think it's ever flown. It had definitely run before because the gearbox shows some signs of wear and you can see some schmutz on the inside of the cowl. Maybe they put grease on the gears and that flung out but I don't think it ever actually flew because I can't tell that there were servos in it before. Um, But anyway, it's pretty much all here. Some of the decals are missing. The wings are pretty much two meter wings, no ailerons, just straight high aspect ratio wings. Uh, Also built up covered with monocoat or something like it. And let's see here. Oh, did you notice how tiny these wheels are? Itty bitty. (laughs) Yeah. So those are going to come off. If I had a paved runway, maybe, but since I fly off of grass, forget about it.
0: I got these old uh, what are you, six inch wheels from my CZ Cub. You want those? Hard let's, as a rock.
2: Let's take the ones <laughs> off uh, Plywood Overcast.
0: <laughs> those are tiny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So I don't know how to introduce this part, but in playing around with this, you know, my normal formula is to pull out all the old ancient gear and replace it with modern gear and get a lot more power and a lot less weight. Yada yada yada, but something unique about this particular one it had this 05 size brush motor with a gearbox that drives a nine inch prop.
1: Yeah, is it Le Mans is, motor? The Le Mans, yeah, yep.
2: Yeah, the, the 240e, the Le Mans, is, yeah, and it's yeah, got yeah. The replaceable brushes and all that. It's not a can motor. Um, and the ESC was a mechanical switch that had a servo connected to it, and this fuse holder houses a 20 amp fuse which surprised me i thought it would be more than that but right now it's about right about right yeah
1: especially in a gearbox yeah now now hopefully you're not going to use that connector
2: uh no no none of this stuff um but interestingly you know it had the mechanical switch so that had to be really tough on these gears right just all of a sudden, you oh, put yeah, it Good it. point, yeah. <laughs> Another reason why I think it didn't fly much. Because the gears are still in pretty good shape. But interesting thing, and I did not know this was possible. Notice that there's two wires coming off of this terminal. Um, they Can had, you hold it? Uh,
1: it's off screen. Can you hold it?
0: You're, you're not going yeah. middle of the camera. There we go. There you go. <laughs> and a little
2: higher. There you go. Two now blue wires. Cooking. Or a black and blue. <laughs> don't don't cut go. the blue wire. Yeah, I see. Um the the switch was wired in such a way that you could have prop braking. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around how they did that.
1: The on-off um, switch?
2: Yep. With a mechanical switch, you had on or brake.
1: Wait, wait. Um Was the switch connected to a servo? Yes. Okay, okay. The braking works by shorting out the motor.
2: <laughs> yes, so basically, but I'm trying to figure out how they shorted the motor without also shorting the battery. And
3: uh,
1: I didn't see uh, any diodes it, or anything. Did it disconnect the, the power to the motor while well, it's Wait a minute? How does
0: it I don't know. <laughs> the, the, see, my the, my uh, braking would be just something is the rotor into the prop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess it's you a, could little stick sticks uh, sticks. I'm thinking of wiring <laughs> a switch if you got a single pole single throw switch and you could disconnect the, the power,
2: and, and connected to the. Got sh- smoke coming out of your ears. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, the second part is, um, I had to cut the wires to get everything out because the radio tray had been glued in, and I couldn't get the stuff out without popping all those glue joints sluice, which I didn't want to do. And so I cut the wires just blindly, and then when I pulled it out, I'm like, "Oh, gum. I wish I'd seen how that was wired up before I." messed with it. But I'm sure I can figure it out. Um, But I thought that was real interesting. I didn't know that you could do that and it doesn't have a folding prop, so I'm not sure why they cared to do that. But anyway, um, the direction I I was going with this is it's got this big heavy motor and it also had a six-cell NICAD that goes inside the fuselage. The issue here is that all that stuff is at the very front. So I don't know that I have much latitude to save any weight with modern equipment. Just cut the tail off the tail is very heavy. This is blow molded plastic and it doesn't have an exit hole for air. And actually the original owner didn't cut an entry hole for air, but um, so I'm going to save a little bit of weight by cutting out that, but not nearly enough. I don't think to, to be able to go much lighter. So I'm thinking about actually running this motor in the airplane and I have some six cell NICADs. Maybe this is the one where we actually go old school and and run it like it would have been i'm and waiting to hear because you
0: only had a four minute flight and you got to go back and charge it now
2: well but you know NICADs haven't been static either what would have been probably a 1400 milliamp hour back when this was new is probably a 3000 or more now sub c's are pretty high capacity right yeah they are
1: i got, yeah i got some like 5000 yeah sub c yeah. nickel metal hydrides recently it's like holy mother yeah No idea Um, there was that high capacity,
2: yeah. So, I might do that, or I might try to see if I can make it balance with a couple two cell lipos in parallel or something. I don't know, I'm going to get it together and figure it out. But it doesn't need a ton of power, and it's only a three channel airplane, so you know, maybe just for curiosity, I will use this. And then, thinking of that, I presented myself with another problem that I hadn't considered before I can't find many brush speed controls. I found one fifty amp and a couple twenty amps in my stash. I thought I had more than that, um, but they're still available. I, well, that's the next thing. I looked around and all my usual spots for buying speed controls. Don't really offer uh, brushed speed controllers for airplanes anymore. You can find them for cars and oh, airplanes heat sinks and all that and reversing. But if you want a slim one with a decent BPC oh, no more and all
1: that and yeah,
2: lipo compatible. You
1: know, do you need some? I think I have an old castle. In fact, I may have a new castle for you. Castle I like may. a 30. I
2: look mean, like, like well, a castle
1: 35
2: brushed? Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just sitting around, I may bug you for that. Um, yeah, I did find know. a Great Plains 50 amp and the, a couple of E flight 20 amps. And like I said, the fuse in this is only 20 amps. So I'm guessing it didn't pull more than that anyway. So I might be okay with what I have. Oh, that'd be a simple simple throw.
1: <laughs> What'd you say? No, nothing thinking. Okay. So think about your switch. Oh yeah, can I see it? Sorry, can I see I the switch?
2: Uh, it's just a regular two-pole switch.
1: No, just say it's a regular two-pole switch. I want to see it.
2: Well, I don't. I don't, don't trust your somewhere.
1: your description. Okay, All right. I'll. Uh, I think I worked it out.
2: Okay, good. Offline, we'll we we'll look at that. <laughs> okay. Um. So anyway, yeah. If I was gonna preach that, hey, we should go back to brush motors just to be cool and nostalgic, but if we can't find speed controls, I'm sure there's drawers full of them out there right?
1: Yeah. Just uh, send them to contact at RC round table. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I'm not ready to beg yet. I think
1: you <laughs> let uh, me know. Cause I, I, if you don't, if you don't have one, let me know. I think I have an extra water. I can send you. Okay.
2: But remember that that plane that I got at the neat fair, the uh, Teak, had an Astro 05 in it with this really ancient speed control. So yeah. I'm thinking the 50 amp I have is going to go towards that. So yeah. anyway, I'm working it out. We'll see. Um, so that was the Kyo Show. Oh, it even had the box. You want to see? So, Terry, S- Stewart
0: brought up a good point. Have you tried calling New Creations? Oh, I haven't yet.
2: I should call Kirk.
1: I bet Money New Creations has some. Look yeah, at that. Absolutely. Let's see at 1,800. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
2: Uh. So is that the one you saw in New Creations?
1: Yeah, that's the one uh, I saw. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, so that was yeah. my reason for buying this stash.
1: See, see, now you got me wondering if I should have asked how much he, he Kirk wanted for it is.
2: <laughs> oh, it didn't have a price on it? No, it didn't. Uh, well, well, I don't think you it know did. where he lives.
1: Yeah. No, I already got a couple of culture planes. They need to fly. I didn't even know one. it yeah.
2: Okay. Well, other stuff that was in the stash, there was a Radian that looked like it had been kind of beat up. But uh, and it's funny. Um, my friend and the person who was selling this stuff, they had to meet up at kind of a neutral location to do the handoff. And whoever had this Radian before had glued the wings in. And so she was having trouble getting it in her car. And she asked me if she could cut the wings off. I'm like, no, no, let's not do that. (laughs) (laughs) What's this hard
0: part in the middle?
1: (laughs) It's just a stick. (laughs) You can make it glue it back on.
2: So they ended up working that out. And um, the Radian is still in Delaware. That was my payment to my friend there. Uh, for his role in this. He and his son are hopefully going to fly the Radian uh, learning RC. And my friend is a professional pilot. He flies uh, Cessna Citations for a living. Um, But he doesn't do RC stuff yet. Hopefully this Radian will get him there. There are a few different radio systems. I think there was one of the lower end spectrums and also one of the 2.4 gigahertz tactics. So I just said, keep that stuff and use it. We'll figure out what airplanes to put it in.
1: He couldn't just fly the stuff over to you in his
2: citation. Oh, in his Cessna? Yeah. (laughs) That's a fool. (laughs) By the way, it's not his Cessna. Um,
1: he just divert on his way (laughs) over to California.
2: Well, one of the (laughs) other things that was in the stash that I saw pictures of was one of the one-fifth scale um, pica. Is it pica or pica?
1: I have no idea.
2: Tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go with Pika.
1: The uh, Pica. One of the
2: one-fifth-scale Pika Wacos, YMFs. Oh, really? Is it YMF? The yeah, standard... YMF 5 or whatever or something. Yeah, which was kind of a classic kit for a while, and um, Cox did an ARF of it. Yeah. yeah a very popular airplane. I think 60-inch top wing, so it qualifies as a big bird. Lots of people yeah. love them. Pretty airplane, yada, yada, yada. This one had been framed up, and in the pictures it looked pretty good. And when I mentioned that to Thayer, that got his attention. And I said, by the way, I don't really have any interest in it. So if you want that Waco, you're welcome just to keep it in your car when you drop off all this stuff. And so I think he was looking forward to that. And he was quite disappointed when he showed up to pick up the stuff. Um, You know, I mentioned that some people are not craftsmen. This person was not a craftsman. Um, the, The Waco was not in good shape at all and not really salvageable. In fact, he left the top wing there and he... The bottom wing had not yet been started, uh, but the fuselage had been framed up as well. I've got that here. Uh, he brought the fuselage, but only because it had uh, a brushless motor and some servos in it. So rather oh, than pull those things out, he just threw the fuselage in the car.
1: Oh, man. It um, yeah. was a, a wacky waco. huh? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. That's, that's too bad, because I've seen them, and I've, I, I, had contemplating, I saw one at a swap meet, and I was seriously thinking about buying a kit. Buy the kit because it's such a neat looking aircraft
2: yeah well if you ever need decals or instructions or plans i'll save those for you but the kit itself um oh yeah it was too far gone yeah and it's hard to really pinpoint why i mean it looks okay a little bit sloppy and all that but the thing is just so dadgum heavy the way they built it and i'm not sure if they used epoxy or something else but here let me grab it (laughs) what
0: is the plywood overcast scale of heavy uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all things are measured from now on. Well, yeah. we have
2: to be careful with that comparison. Plywood scale. Plywood overcast was superbly built. Like and you've you've got it in your hands now. You have to admit that that is a meticulously built airplane, okay. right? You can't find a crack or a gap or any of the seams. But it's, yeah, it's heavy. It's built out of concrete. This one is heavy and sloppy.
3: Uh,
2: so here it is. Again, probably from this perspective, it doesn't look so bad. It's fine, but you know, when you hold it in your hands, you're like, "Geez, what, what's hiding in there?" <laughs>
1: um,
2: and maybe a look at the solder joints will give you some indication of what we're dealing with. Oh
1: yeah, It looks like the wood has been punctured and painted. Oh, that's
2: yeah. That was me just trying to uh, get the stuff oh. out of it
1: <laughs> with a crowbar.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna use it as a jack stand in my garage. And uh and here's the cow. The cow's actually pretty good. It's fiberglass, but man, it's really heavy. But they had painted the cow not nicely, and they put a dummy engine in it. And I, I don't know what all what? they had in here, but it
0: was but you just need really nose weight anyways. Oh. So it really so doesn't matter how much that weighs.
2: Yeah, you couldn't let I don't
0: know.
1: So you still uh,
2: cow? What's that? Yeah, I've got so you still
1: have the cow. You gonna I, keep it?
2: Um well, yeah, because we decided that it needed to be a crown. No. Uh, <laughs> whatever. If you want it, you can have it.
1: Yeah, let me have the cowl, the plans, and I can maybe laser up a kit or something.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where is <this> it going <laughs> to fall in your list of priorities?
1: Oh. Uh, um, uh, Eventually.
2: Uh I hate to see if you throw it away. When you send me a picture of a clean spot on your workbench, I will send you all that you have requested.
1: (laughs) Okay, fine.
2: Um, But also as part of that Waco, there was the kit parts that had not been touched yet, so a few sheets of ribs and whatnot, and uh, a fairly large stash of plywood and balsa and other stuff, and just raw push rods and some clevises and all that. So fun stuff to pick through. And there was just a box of random stuff, uh, different wheels and spinners and gadgets, Some, uh, a couple of different sets of taps and dies, which I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, except yeah. they had been out in the elements. They were all rusted. And so we were oh. tossing all that out. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. And uh, unfortunately for Thayer, you know, he had his heart set on the Waco and the airframe was a bust. Um, but he did scavenge the motor out of it. It had, I think it was an E Flight 60 brushless motor, which was well, oh, a good motor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those aren't cheap either.
2: You know, and strangely, I told you that the Cal had uh, a dummy engine in it and they had already mounted the motor and they painted the part of the motor that you could see through the, the dummy engine. Um, so hopefully the electric motor. It. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, and. And it had some standard size servos in there, maybe high torques, but anyway. Um, yeah, there got the short end of the stick, but he didn't walk away empty-handed. Uh, we scavenged through the other stuff that was here. There was a sailplane, a balsa sailplane, an ARF. I don't remember what it was called, and I don't have it in front of me, but uh, your standard two-meter boxy uh, glider. So that looks like it just needs a canopy or something to cover where the canopy should be and a receiver battery, and it'll be good to go. What else do we have here? There were two more sailplane wings without fuselages. One of them looks like it had been built from a kit, and that's bigger than two meter. It's two and a half or three. It's a big wing. And the other looks like maybe a gentle lady wing that is in pretty good shape. It's built and covered. All right, so there maybe are Maybe you can make
1: a wings. scratch build a tandem wing fuselage for it. <laughs> Um,
2: no this that one wing is really big it's going to be kind of cumbersome to to do anything with so i'm not quite sure what to do with that yet if anything i might give it to somebody who thinks they can use it oh i meant to mention that one was definitely built from a kit because the wing joiners are pretty hokey i don't trust them at all um same level of craftsmanship you see in the Waco, but yeah only not quite as heavy not heavy enough in that instance so, what else did I want to show you guys from this? Let me turn around and look.
1: Hmm. While you're doing that, I see Bob sent me a message. Bob Severance about oh, going yeah. to San Antonio. Building fly. So, yeah, I heard I got to postpone because of the field flooding. I saw that or something. Uh, I don't know if I'm making it on a six. It's a definite maybe. Huh. I'll know <laughs> that week. <laughs>
2: okay, but I just remembered the. The, the last parts. And these were kind of key in me making this decision. Um, there were two other things that I wanted to get, not because I want them, but because I thought I could resell them at a decent price and kind of make some of my money back on the the whole deal and make it worthwhile to buy this whole lot for just that one Kyosho plane, which is all I really wanted. Um, but there was a kit and an engine in there, which were both brand new. Oh, and a whole box of Monaco, like 15 rolls of Monaco. But wow. I'm I'm holding on to those.
1: <laughs> that was um, all for the a Waco. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> um, but the kit is a Carl Goldberg anniversary cub. The Was it 80-inch or 70-something-inch? Mm-hmm. Pretty big, wasn't it? I think it's um, 80. Yeah, it's a 60 or 40-size. I don't know. That's the one we have. Oh, okay. So do you know the wingspan on it?
0: Nope, because we have two wings. I think we're flying with the longer one. So
2: it's probably about 80. Yeah, okay. Um, so I got that brand new inbox and like all the the stacks of sheets are still in rubber bands. The plans are in there. So it looks like that has never been tampered with, which is perfect. And along with that, and I assume this engine was purchased to fly that cub is an OS four stroke 40. So Thayer was telling me about it. He used to have one of these Goldberg cubs as well. And he said it was overpowered with a two stroke 40 even though that's on the lower end of what they suggest. And so he thought a four-stroke 40 would be a good match for it, for hmm. cub-like performance. If you want to do knife edge and lump with your cub, you might want to go with something bigger. Um, so the bottom line is, um, I'm going to put those for sale soon. And uh, somebody will get a good price on them, and I'll get some of my money back on this deal. Should pretty good
1: should get a pretty good, de- decent price on a four-stroke.
2: Yeah, looking and around... The four-stroke, looks like it's never been out of the package. It's still in the little plastic bag with cosmoline or whatever's inside of it. Um, So, yeah, that looks pretty good, and it seems to have all the parts there. So I don't think it's ever seen fuel. Mm. And, again, the kit's never been out of the box. So I'm hoping I can do pretty good on those. And as I was rummaging through those, I remembered that not long ago I bought a pair of floats for the Goldberg Cub, which is the Goldberg used to make a kit of... Also, imply floats just for that airplane. So I bought one of those that I don't think is touched either. So maybe mm. I'll make that part of a package deal.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. So if Good anybody coach. interested in
2: that stuff, send us an email. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do for you. Otherwise, I'm going to put it on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Strangely enough, in the next couple of weeks. So, <laughs> in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my secret stash that Thayer brought here. And uh, we had a lot of fun. I think it, by the time Thayer got here, no matter what was in the, the pile of stuff, it would have been worth it. Because I got to visit with him for a night, and Mark came over, and we just went through this huge pile of RC stuff, um, just having fun with it, and uh, beating up on the Waco, and yes. just seeing, you know, I like old airplane stuff, and there was plenty of that to go around. So we had a good time. neat, really? And uh, I'm glad we were able to pull it together. It's fun to have friends all over the country, yeah. So are cool. people saying, Oh, that's usually. okay? Yeah, this is so a friend can of mine. We, says. Can we fly, okay. Go ahead. So, Stuart has one with a 61 four stroke. Stuart, how do you think it would fly with a 44 stroke? Just out he, of said it was,
0: he says it's undersized, undersized. Okay,
2: maybe so. All right, well. I'll sell them. I don't know. Somebody it's, wants a forty-four it's or
1: something. It should probably fly it. I mean, it's not going to go vertical, hoverbatics, but it probably uh, I think it would. I don't know. What is the? Uh, what do they call for on the kit? if can never
2: find any information. Um, Be curious. I'll have to look at it in a minute. What they recommend? I think somebody's looking up the the specs. But anyway, um, that's all the stuff that I can remember. Uh, so far, I'm happy with all the things. I'm really happy with the Kyo show that I got out of it. Um, so even if I end up not selling the Cub in the engine, I won't feel cheated in any way.
1: Mm. Um, kind of a side question. Uh, you mentioned Facebook. Is that your primary source? you ever look at Craigslist or any other things?
2: Um, every now and then I'll go to Wild Hair and do that. But mostly it's uh, Facebook. And I'm in a couple of buy-sell groups on there, or RC airplane buy-sell groups. And so I'll get messages mm. when somebody posts something. Um, and that seems to pop up no matter where they are. So you get a lot of stuff that's yeah. way out of reach and a lot of the stuff isn't worth shipping just cause that would be astronomical unless it's yeah. in a kit box still. So yeah, it's usually very casual looking. I just sometimes stumble across stuff. And I think for this lot in Delaware, I don't think it said kyosho in it anywhere. This person had inherited all these things. They didn't know what they had. I think I just happened to be flipping through the oh. images. I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. That looks familiar. <laughs> It
1: just said model airplane junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: so, uh, to answer your question. Yeah. It's mostly Facebook.
1: Hmm, okay. Just curious. Yeah. So, I'm yeah I I got Stewart's a bunch of people talking here. about, yeah, there's some comments in the comments yeah. in the comment section about the Cubs, uh, somebody was 70 surpass, well, it's
2: butch. Yeah. So I guess it's all a matter of preference. Um, uh, it sounds like 44 stroke is on the bottom end of what anybody would use, but mm. yeah, we'll see. So what do you guys want to talk about?
0: I think Fitz had a show and tell you ready to go
1: Fitz. Yeah, sure. In fact, it's right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I get the whole chair. time
2: I was talking the, uh, the pneumatic thing. In my chair was slowly leaking out. So I find myself <laughs> at the bottom of the screen now. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, well, as you can see, I've been uh, Ooh, uh, cutting and sanding uh, lots of sticks. Yeah, but these are like quarter inch by quarter inch sticks, at least. Is that
0: all, is that all attached with android? Are you having one hell of a, a flight inside your garage?
1: <laughs> I
3: can fly.
1: <laughs> so this is a leprechaun uh, from Hobby Club. Uh, I'm not sure the, the company that actually makes the plane. I think it's somewhere out of China or something. And so this is a all-wood glider, motor glider. It's going to have a motor in the front. And uh, oh, In fact, okay. I just put the little thing on here. I was sanding it yesterday. Uh, so, yeah, it's built up of a lot of sticks. It's got, um, what do you call it, uh, elliptical wings and elliptical tail. And there's actually a servo that goes in the tail. And this thing is big. It's got a 100-inch wow. wingspan. And if I just sit the nose on the ground like this, it's taller than I am. Very cool. This, you can't even see the, 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 the tip of it unless I move the camera up. Uh, so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of gluing and cutting and sanding and putting this thing together. So, the fuselage itself is pretty much done. Uh, I've just got a couple of very, very minor things to do to it. And so, really, the next step is to start working on the wings. So are you uh, so. building
2: the over plans?
1: Yeah, there's plans there, right there. Is you your table it. that big? Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> He's
0: building it over the side.
1: No, <laughs> no, the no, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. The table is I eight know. feet, is an eight-foot oh. table, but it's only 24 inches wide. So the plans are really, are like 40 inches wide. So they're just hanging yeah. over the top. Uh, so, so that's one of my empty, the tables that I built earlier this year so I'm putting it to good use and that's why I had to get the homoote that I was oh, telling you about Lee so I had enough for welcome yeah I had some on the other workbench and but I needed some more for this workbench so I picked up some and so I got enough for the other two workbenches so it's been pretty pretty neat the instructions are very basic. Uh, and obviously not written by a natural English speaker. So there's <laughs> there's a few little nuances. you got to read it like, what are you saying? <laughs>
0: it looks like, like the formers and ribs are <laughs> laser cut. Some parts adhesive.
1: <laughs> yeah, but basically, <laughs> polished parts to fit together. What do you mean, sand? Sand apart. To... <laughs> so, yeah, this part here is, is laser cut. you got a laser cut plywood. Uh, just, actually, the fuselage has very little laser cut parts to it. You've got sticks. This, this here. You've got a piece here that's laser cut. Uh, the motor mount is laser cut in there. And I think uh, a couple of the, the side, <laughs> he was side pieces. Here's
0: going forever to work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like the beginning of space balls.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and way back here, like a cartoon, is the tail. Now, what's neat, I guess, kind of about the tail is horizontal fits here and it looks like there's going to be a couple of pegs so you can pull a tail off with rubber bands so it'll be a fixed with rubber bands you can pull it off for transportation it looks like uh and there's a servo that'll fit right here for the elevator that'll come out the back here so it's an interesting design uh it's just um interesting (laughs) um
2: a rehash on a classic design, or is it?
1: New? I don't know, I didn't look it up, but I suspect it is. I think there is a, another leprechaun that's older design, so I think it's a rehash. Remember correctly, uh, okay. people can correct me in the uh, comments. So it is pretty, you know, I'll show you some of the oops, I'm hitting things as I move it around,
2: is all of the wood included.
1: Yeah, it's actually got quite a bit of wood. I'm about to show you here in a second. Some um, quality because I got uh, here's some more laser cut bits and pieces, uh, a whole bunch of sticks. So sticks and stones might break my bones. Uh, and uh, here I'll show you some of the other nice, some pretty nice laser cutting. Actually, uh, here's a whole bunch of ribs. Oh wow! Now I just I just noticed it. I noticed it, but my brain did, but I didn't. Is that these are plywood? So it's got a bunch of plywood ribs for the wing. <laughs> Although, there, of course, a lot of lightning holes, which is good. So I just yeah. thought that's interesting. But that's plywood instead trusses, of balsa. Yeah, the
2: balsa would not hold up well with that much cut out.
1: Kind of oh yeah, yeah. And I mentioned it's got uh, elliptical wings, so there's those. There's actually Ooh. laser-cut plywood pieces and stuff for the wingtips and and uh, whatnot. So there's there's a lot of pieces. I think I counted like. 70 different pieces of wood or something like that. just uh, sheet, sheets. I mean, we've got a sheet of balsa with some laser-cut bits on it. And there's a bunch of uh, just regular sheets for sheeting, just nothing laser-cut that I used. Oh! And I just dropped some stuff.
2: <laughs> Good night, Quinn.
1: I guess that's his bedtime. <laughs> uh, so So the good thing is that the wood itself seems to be pretty good for the most part. And the laser cutting is just pretty decent. I just a couple pieces popped off, and this is pretty thick. I mean, this is Mm -hmm. camera's over here. It's not in focus. Yeah, it's a pretty style. So this is probably I don't know my measurement. Things are all over the place. Uh quarter inch thick balsa. Maybe. Yeah. Five millimeter. And or six millimeters. it's like maybe six millimeter. Five or six, yeah. And it's a good clean laser cut through it. It just, it just basically fell out of the the, the thing. So uh, so this is pretty nice. So it's gonna take me a little bit. This is a uh, article, construction article for model aviation that I was caught into. No, just kidding. Uh, so it's nice now that the weather's kind of nicer and it's cooler now in the garage. So I can, something I can work on longer than usual. Uh, do you have
2: a power system picked out for it?
1: Uh, I do. Believe it or not, it doesn't call for much for power. And I happen to have a motor <laughs> laying around. Wow. Uh, um, what did I do with it? I was just playing with it yesterday. What did I do with it? I put it in the drawer. Um, is it a folding prop? That's the next thing I need to do is get a folding prop for it. Oh, I got to it over here.
2: It's okay. Oh, that's it. I don't know. I don't
1: know it. what I did with it. It's, it's a little SUPPO motor, SUPPO. Have you ever heard of those? What do I do with it?
3: Now yeah. 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 I'm yeah. Gonna,
1: yeah. Not a little upset that I can't find it. Cool. Uh, but it has the right for what the company calls for the KV. It uses a three-cell, probably 2200 uh, battery pack. So it's going to be pretty small, unless I can't get it to balance. I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of wood behind the wing. So we'll see how well it balances when I may have to adjust Power setup for that.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have a uh, server way back there too.
1: Yeah, in fact, let me uh pop you should pop up a picture. I think I had it up of uh, what it is. Uh,
2: how many acres of covering does it need? Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh yeah, I got it.
2: we know a yeah. guy who has
1: it.
2: <laughs> 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 it ain't cheap.
0: It's all hot pink.
1: <laughs> it's all hot pink. <laughs> uh where is the hv here we go i'm going to share this picture can you see that nope, nope. no nope, no you it's can come in there it is okay yeah so there it is this Is the leprechaun i mean she's a fine
2: that I picture like doesn't can... really give you a sense of scale
1: no it doesn't it looks like it's a little could be a little hand launch thing or something yeah a little bigger did it make it bigger? Well
0: the, well, the kid who was holding has been crushed by it.
2: <laughs> yeah, little
0: feet sticking out the bottom.
2: That's pretty cool. It looks nice. Yeah. And so, is it a f- uh, full flying elevator, or is it hinged?
1: Uh, it's hinged. Okay. Yeah, it's hinged. Uh, it's got a little sub fin. So, this is the motor behind the airplane. No, it isn't. <laughs> hey, liar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, it might be inside. I think I may have put a, pulled it inside. The, the. So, yeah, I got it. Speaking of new creations, I may actually have to call up new creations and say, hey, you got a folding prop for this shy shaft and stuff I can use? Because I don't think I have any folding props sling around that I can use. Uh, and I know he's got a lot because I saw some.
0: Yeah. That's
2: a duct uh, fans the, in the wing.
1: It's a
2: duct <laughs> Uh Welcome aboard.
1: And also the other thing is the, uh, hangar nine ultra stick.
2: Yeah, uh, that's the, a new one, right?
1: This is a new one. Yeah. This is interesting in that it's all wood ARF that comes basically ready to go right out of the box. It's except for a receiver. I mean, is it focused? Uh, so the servos are already installed. The motors already installed, speed controllers is installed, just, but there's no receiver. Interesting, they don't have it as a bind and fly, so it's a plug and play uh, stick model. Uh, I, I cheated and took it for a quick flight this past weekend. Come on, camera, what are you doing? Uh, and, but I didn't do anything. It just was just hop around the park, set the trims, and land it because I, I really need to have... Um, it's a review, so I need to have somebody come in video and that kind of stuff. Uh, but it flew really nice. That quick flight was really, really nice. Uh, as far as handling, so what's that battery, is it? It's a six S um, five thousand, I believe, is what I was using. Right. And what's neat is it's got all kinds of fancy mixing. So I have flaps and crow and flapavons. Is that what you call it?
0: Flipperies uh, and dinglehoppers.
1: Flipper, yeah, that's and, it.
0: And dingledues. Dingledues
1: <laughs> and, <dingledoos. laughs> and dangs. So so it has. Uh, regular flaps and then i can mix the flaps with the elevator so when you pull back in the elevator the flaps depress more deflect more kind of like a control line plane Where they do that yeah. uh and then it has crow which means the elevator the ailerons go up the flaps go down for air brake. and also i can combine the flaps with the ailerons to have super ailerons
0: flapperons oh.
1: like Nope, span. not nope they're not rods. well i have flapperons too but full span ailerons by use by combining the flaps and ailerons together yeah. so they're not acting really as a flap they're just acting as one big aileron. yeah all and right. so that would that was fun mixing that w- took me longer to program all that stuff than it took to put the plane together <laughs>
2: yeah all right well that looks pretty cool what's the wingspan on that
1: did i ask you uh, <laughs> i don't know. <laughs> exactly that big <zipping, guys. laughs> i don't know my google's broke you can you can figure it out <laughs> it's uh i don't know 60 inch maybe
2: just the right size all
1: right uh, Oh, steve steve calls it snap flaps maybe that's what it's called i never knew if it had a name or not i know it's it's popular in the control line stuff but i don't never done it on an rc model so maybe maybe that's the term i don't know
2: yeah, remember when we talked Things. about those jets? Was it the Motion RC ones, the hundred dollars, like the F one hundred and five? And they yeah. had a feature where the ailerons were tied to the elevator. is that what it was? And there so was when you gave it up elevator, both ailerons went.
1: I think uh, it went because, down, right?
2: Uh, I don't remember. We I remember us thinking it was weird, but it works. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look at that.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They were mechanically linked. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. But yeah, you know, whatever works, I guess.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Look at Lee uh, just waiting patiently. Your turn will come. Uh, I'm yeah, I think that's just
0: doing another show and tell. But wait, there's more. Uh,
2: uh,
1: there kind of is. I'm too lazy to go get it.
0: Is it the uh, Hellcat or your Corsair? You're building something
1: over
3: there, aren't you?
0: Uh,
1: I have the Corsair. Uh, it's not mine. I don't know how much I want to say about that. Uh, I've got a Hangar 9 Corsair. Blue, yeah. Oh, I did get another one. I guess I can talk about it. Um,
2: well, for all the people uh, who are listening to this in their car weeks from now, nan-er, nan Just nan
1: just, just imagine it. Uh, I have to, to de-mic and go get it, so I'll cross it. Oh,
0: look at that! Wow! Where did you get that, Fitz? And he has no idea what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just take him off error here for a second. There we go. I <laughs> what if we want to pick that up?
2: I like that wing behind you, Lee. So I know what it goes to. Oh my goodness. Oh, it's a
0: spacewalker. Space spacewalker, space, space yes. Is that for your show and tell? Um sure. There you go. Spacewalker we? All right. Okay. Show. All right, are we back to you,
2: Fitz? We never left him.
1: Huh? Ha, I'm back. All right, so you oh, can't really see it. Sorry about the noise. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. testing yeah. one too. We heard All you right, the
2: whole yeah. time.
1: You heard Old tie. You oh, see that? that. So it's, that's...
0: It's, it's backwards. Is it backwards? <laughs> Why is it backwards?
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's a Gilmore. That's weird. Why would it be backwards? Oh, how about there? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: It was I a guess. screen. It's a really same screen. So, yeah, I got a Gilmore... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um it has another name but yeah the red lion So a little racer the uh, trophy a thompson trophy era racer that i'll uh at some point get get to working on i gotta clear off the workbench uh I mean, a little bit of a time crunch with the glider so I'm not quite sure i want to get to the gilmore but hopefully soon
0: God, you got a lot on your plate
1: yeah yeah when it rains it pours i didn't have anything and then all then i got three things at the same time kind of came come in it's
2: like son of a <laughs> Can't you huh? spread things out a little bit? But. All right, everybody, let's take a minute, shed a tear for Fitz.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after I said that, I was like, uh,
0: I'm running out
3: of CA.
1: <laughs> first world problems, they say, right? Right. So, yeah, that was uh, the, the Gilmore from uh, Legend Hobby. Uh, I think it's a Seagull Models brand. Uh, So, you
0: know those lube machines they have—the quick lubes where it's you know it's connected to something above the ceiling and they pump oil through this. I'm sure that's what he has. He has this big you know tank of CA, (laughs) (laughs) just hoses, just sprays it all over the planes he's working on.
1: (laughs) Quick build. Oh, (laughs) 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 still. done. (laughs) What if he could do that? If you framed up a whole model and an aerosol CA all over it,
2: it, just dunk it in a 55-gallon drum.
1: Well, CA. then it'll be just just solid CA. I wouldn't
2: know. I don't know. Maybe that's what happened with this wacko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's
2: try it. Shall <laughs> we? So is that one gonna be a gas burner?
1: Uh yes, it will be a gas burner. I don't know why we don't have so many damn gas burners. But, uh, well, the other stuff is electric, so I guess one out of three is okay as far as gas electric. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, i in the chat. Uh, so, Mike is ragging on me about the Airwolf.
2: Airwolf helicopter?
1: Hold, hold on a second. I want, I want just to placate Mike.
0: You know, I'm going to scroll way back and have another conversation you need to have if he's still here. Do, do, do. I'll leave that there.
2: La-dee-da, la-dee-da. I sense a theme here. Smoke if you got them. Yep. Crash and Dash. Is that you, Matthew? I think it is. Welcome aboard. Oh, wait. That's not what I was expecting you to bring back. All
1: right. Here you go, Mike. There's my Airwolf. Happy now?
0: It uh, looks nothing like Airwolf.
1: <laughs> Precisely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got ripped off, buddy.
1: <laughs> this is just the guts. Uh, I still need to get, um, uh, I, was, I was converting it to fly bar list. And so to do that, of course, I take out the fly bars. And I actually got a head from Mike and the fly, the uh, new swash plate and, and stuff like that. But the links were all wrong. And so I needed to order find some links that were the right length and I did find some but I only got two in the package and I needed three I don't know why they sold it as two only so I need to order some more I just haven't gotten around to it uh but this is a flying airframe I flew it a bunch of times a T-Rex 600-ish it's a clone-ish kind of a T-Rex but uh I've a got quite a few flights on it
3: hmm.
1: what's that
0: it's a T-Rex 613
1: Six hundred thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got it because it was cheap, and I just wanted a large T Rex size thing. And but it flies okay. It's just fine for putting around. It's not really good for thrashing around the sky. And but I got to redo it. I got to take the old old gyro out, but new uh, control system in it. But uh, servos are good, I think. So this is on the workbench. What you see? like years I get around to it, but I take it with every once in a while. So the fuselage is up in hanging up in the box somewhere. So I do have the fuselage, it's just not on it.
2: So how do you decide what you're going to work in, work on, when you go into your workshop? Do you have like one of those 20-sided Dungeons and Dragons die? You roll it. Today's no, how he's, got a,
0: he, he's got a number system. <laughs> he grabs a number. <laughs>
1: it really depends. Uh, obviously, if I have a review, that that that's priority or everything else. If I don't, then, uh, I don't know, it's emotion-based or if I get sick of seeing something in, right. in partially built or something, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just have a hankering for a particular model to finish it and work on it, and then I'll just do that. Or I'll, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll see a TV show or something like that. So, You know, I have a, <laughs> I don't really, it, it's just one of those things. I, I can't explain it. It's just my, my brain works or it doesn't work, is that I'll just, uh, um uh, I'll just, I'll just kind of look around I'll think, you know, I really need to work on this or that. Uh,
2: who's threatened me the most. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> or maybe I, I gave
2: me this airplane four years ago. I haven't touched it yet. I should.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the yeah. event will be coming up and I'll think, you know, this we need to take to that event. If I just fi- spend some time and fix it up. So, and I'll do that. Yeah.
2: So. so have you got to the point yet where you said, oh, I have to go to the workshop? What do you mean? As in, you're not looking forward to working on airplanes. Oh, oh, oh. It's become oh. a job rather than.
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes it's a little bit like that. You know, uh, you're like, oh, I got to do this, or I know I got to. Once I start, it's usually not a problem, but sometimes you get sort of procrastinate. It's like, yeah. I know I need to do this, but oh, look, there's something on TV. <laughs> well, yeah. wait, there's something on the computer I wanted to do, and it's like, oh, I'll get around to it later. And you, so you sort of, yeah, there's this been times where I've got to sort of. Force myself into it uh but you know usually once i start and it goes all by the wind and i'm like all right let's get this, this this i got this
2: i found that a few times when i was doing uh, balsa kits for review that i'm always excited to get them because i like building and i like working with balsa but when you get to that stage where you're doing a lot of sanding and it's not framed up and you still have to cover it and the deadline's approaching yeah you're like ah, it's not as much fun under under a deadline uh,
1: yeah, deadlines kind of suck, but sometimes I just try to do a little bit of something every day. You know, I don't, I don't say, yeah, hey, I want to cover the whole thing today. It'd be like, well, I mean, i just go in and, you know, cover part of the aileron or something like that or, you know, yeah. see where that takes me uh, and, and, and that stuff. So, or at least do something a little bit. Like yesterday, I didn't really, didn't have time to do much. I had some family stuff, but at least I came in and sanded the nose a little bit. It's kind contour. At least I accomplished something. And then I'll go off. And you just, you know, eating an elephant, right, a little bit at a time. Yeah, because I actually I do. I look at, for example, the beaver I built. You know, I look at. It, I think, oh, yeah. man, that was a lot of work. <laughs> I had no idea how much work that was going to be when I started it. And like, wow, it was. I mean, it came out beautifully, but it was one of those things that if I'd known how much work it would have been, I might have said. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But you just you just kind of just hack at it, just keep at it, and uh, you know, put some on some music, or I like to listen to a bunch of people different things on YouTube and whatnot, and just. Just zone out and hang around podcasts. in the garage. Yeah, basically podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah I listen to podcasts too. Yeah. I have an eclectic list of things that'll entertain me while I'm building.
2: That does not surprise me in the least.
1: <laughs> but if I'm on me, Lee, you've been unusually quiet. What's on your mind? What's in Nothing. your shop? Nothing? Okay. And anyways, as I was saying... <laughs> Actually,
0: here's my show-and-tell. I, I do have one plane here, but I'm, I'm going to share a, a screen here. Um, did either of you see my AMA Air video?
2: No. AMA Air. Of course. Is. This is my sheepish look. That was on Friday? That's a video? Hey, I know that guy. Nope.
1: That's not a video. That's a picture.
0: I know A picture. But uh, did you see? Uh, did you see the AMA air episode? You didn't. But uh, we talked about you, Fitz.
1: I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. You can't. We prove talked anything. about this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you want to? Yeah. We're gonna talk about that. Let's go back to you. Let's talk about uh, the. Is that fit? the same shirt you're wearing now?
1: Uh, it could be. I like the shirt. <laughs> hey, it's one washed a couple times. <laughs> uh yeah. Well, I, I like the shirt. I like the color, and I need to get more of them. I, the other ones are kind of, uh, kind of. Pastel earth tones, this is only like the blue one I have, and I kind of like it. Uh, uh, sure. So, actually, I have you to thank, Lee. If I remember, if I recall, uh, I was asked to fill in for uh, for someone. Alan Martin. Alan Martin. Alan Martin. So, Alan Martin. So, let me let me rewind. This is So, uh, every year we have the uh, air show here in Houston, South Houston, called the Wings Over Houston, which is held at the uh, Ellington. Uh, airfield, a nice big uh, airport, but it's not busy like the major airport, so they can shut it down. Basically, it's sort of a cross between military, NASA, and civilian uh, strip, but it's really big, real long, no problem for large jets to get in and out. In fact, I think it used to be an airline that flew in and out of Ellington some many moons ago.
2: Yeah, they used to I have think. hoppers that United would take you from Clear Lake up to the International Airport, a little puddle jumper. But yeah, all so sorts of stuff
1: flies out of there. It, it's a nice airport. The um, Houston, the museum, the Lone Star Air Museum moved there a few years ago from the Galveston area. There's also the Collins Foundation that, that restores air, uh, all kinds of new aircraft to flying conditions there. And I think there's a, a branch of the uh Confederate Air Force Co- What did they call it? Consolidated commem- commem- commemorative, commemorative Air Force. Air Force. Yes. <laughs> the Consolidated Air Force. Uh I think they have a few uh hangar That's there too. Air Force. Yeah, and it's a bunch of neat stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's Cody, uh, 747 has landed there. Shuttle 747 with the shuttle on its back has landed there. Uh, so really I think the, the runway is pushing 10,000 feet, if I correctly. So anyways, they have a nice, really nice air show every year in October. And at the beginning of the air show, they fly <laughs> model airplanes.
0: Maybe Terry. 37 years <laughs> Wings Over Houston has been at Ellington
1: Field. They're wow. Wow, that's amazing. So, I yeah, but is Ellington Air Force Base. Well, wow, that goes way back. So a lot of neat stuff, even like when there's not an air show there, if you kind of poke around, you, you see some neat stuff. The Super Guppy lives there and some other stuff. So the, they have an air show, and the beginning of the air show, before they start flying the large stuff, in the morning, they'll fly model airplanes. And there's been a group of people that started, I think they said 17 years ago. Uh, it was a Houston area RC modelers or something like that is what they're called. It's sort of a it's, – it's their own little Confederate air force of – flyers from different clubs in the Houston area and beyond. And they've been doing this for 17 years and they fly all kinds of neat stuff for the crowd in the morning uh, just to sort of warm up the show and, and as people are milling in. And so they have typically, the air show has its announcer and but for the model airplane stuff they'll actually have their own announcer for that. And usually it's another gentleman whose name I just forgot because my brain doesn't work with names. Who is it, Lee? Alan. Alan, that's it. So, Alan, Alan yeah. So apparently Alan couldn't make it this year. And Lee found out about it. And Lee says, "Hey, wait a minute! I know this. Nimbr- I know a guy who knows a guy. He's kind of a guy um, who goes by the name who rhymes with it. Can he wear a blue shirt?" And he wears a nice, snazzy blue shirt. Uh, yeah. So they said, "Hey, would you mind announcing the model airplane f- f- uh, activities on this weekend, or is that that particular weekend for the Wings Over Houston Air Show?" he's showing you pictures now. Some really good stuff. Is this courtesy Lee Ray of Photography, Lee Aviation? Yep, so they fly a whole bunch, yeah, they fly a, a nice mix of stuff. They have aerobatic planes, 3D planes, helicopters, jets, World War II stuff, uh, even a flying witch. Uh, so oh, they, yeah. so, so so these stuff is uh, um, and extras and, and the I um, forgot what the biplane was. Um, uh, so anyways, so they asked me to do the announcement. So I got a chance to go up to that booth that you see there. That's That's show center and that's Raised up, so normally only the uh, flight boss and the airshow announcer, for the most part, and I think there's a a, um, a emergency response person up there as well, get to sit up there. So it was great that I got up to sit up high. I took some shots. There's a PT nineteen model. That's actually a model. I just love that this is
2: hovering over the F sixteen.
1: Yeah. Hold on. Yeah.
2: As as I look at that, I'm thinking I remember my experience at the neat fair where I, my battery my transmitter died and my airplane went free flight that was nerve-wracking enough but if that happened with a ramp full of f-16s nearby i think i might have just collapsed yes this, don't hit the f-16 this,
1: i
0: was gonna say this uh angle fools you we were way far away by the way i don't know it couldn't have been that far away that's our friend barry yes
1: barry, barry, barry. flying the pt-19 he brought the pt-19 and the um bae hawk jet uh, he also brought his Model 4 Starfighter, but he didn't fly. He was just on display. Uh, and there's uh, that might have been Mike Goza flying and a few other gentlemen. And a little kid, too. it was like a little 9-year-old flying a little teeny tiny helicopter. Huh. Yeah, I forgot his name. Uh, a nice little kid. Uh, and I think his father was there. Uh, uh, butch McKee chern is in the chat. His son was also flying, Daniel, if I remember correctly. I think Daniel's flying the biplane. The, um, somebody put it in the chat, the Mamba. Yeah, there's a flying witch. Uh, people commending me on my witch voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned that. I said that in a I can thought I heard hear let
1: <laughs> I see think... if I can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get you, my pretty. And a little prank, too.
3: <laughs> hey. so this, uh, this is, uh, I need yeah, a Randy, more drink.
0: Randy Martin, he's the gentleman who put the uh, show to... Well, he puts the RC event together. And he's been there since it started. So he—that's his
1: flying witch.
3: All right,
1: cool. And then here's Barry's. So yeah. Oh. Wow. So I was told it was upwards of north of you know around eighty thousand people. Maybe when I was there in the morning, so maybe more like forty to fifty thousand, uh, which I didn't quite realize. But holy, I was, I was talking to a lot of people over the loudspeaker, and they were listening to me because when I said clap, they clapped. When I said <laughs> throw me money, they threw me money.
3: Uh, oh, nice picture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I actually had a couple I, I talked about the AMA and model airplanes and, and that kind of stuff I actually had a couple of people ask me about it one guy said hey I want to go to their website check it out and I mentioned the display we had the other guy says where's the display I said, it's down down there down at the south end take a left at the blimp or bloom. he said okay I'm going to take a look uh, so at least a few, couple of people were listening to me so it was a lot of fun uh, I, I hope I did good by the uh, Randy's group the uh, RC Houston area RC modelers, whatever they call themselves. Oh, Sorry, fucker, it's on their shirts. I uh, think it's there's Houston a,
0: there... area. I think RC it's flyers, area RC RC team, or
1: RC. Team. Yeah, yes, yeah, something. Yeah, I couldn't remember the last word. Uh, there's a group shot, as you can see. Uh, then a nice mix just, of aircraft. I Go just ahead. want to
0: point out: of all the years I've been going to Wings Over Houston, which has been a long time, folks, uh, this is the first time I've ever been able to get on the tarmac. You know, there's the there's the fence line right there where you're you're stuck. You know, you mm-hmm. you know people rush to get to this line early Saturday morning to get a you know front row seat. But Randy was kind enough to let me come out here and take photos, and it was just it was it was great for me, and also got to share that with uh, my son Ryan. So Ryan's videotaping while I uh, took photos.
2: So yeah, that's cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, we had the weather was really good. It was a little bit warm, but still very good. And good air show, good show of stuff uh there's a couple of neat things uh, there were two two or three rare planes there was a, a spitfire and a hawker hurricane that flew oh, out yeah. there yeah i had never seen a hawker hurricane in this in the states uh only time i ever seen one at all was i think i don't think i've ever seen the museum i did i can recall um uh, but much less flying it was when i was over in england so that was a tree. Same thing with the Spitfire, single-seat Spitfire. They flew together. In fact, there was one time I said, hey, is this the air show for the Commonwealth? Because the snowbirds were flying, which are Canadian. Oh. And then the Spitfire and the hurricane were flying at the same time. I like, this is the official air show of the Commonwealth or something. Or yeah. uh, <laughs> I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, there's a hurricane, a uh, real-life hurricane. I, I don't know the pedigree if it actually flew in any of the actual battles or not, but still neat to see those. It's interesting. I don't know if you noticed, Lee, when it took off, That Hurricane has a really good climb. You can tell it's a light aircraft compared to the the Spitfire. Uh, Because when it took off, it was like, you know, almost doing a 45-degree sustained climb. Spitfire was a little, a bit less, even though Spitfire is a higher performance machine. But I think the wing loading is probably quite a bit lighter or it's got a thick wing, I guess, just for climb performance. That was interesting. Uh, So, had a good time. And thanks, thanks everybody. I special thanks to the Houston area RC mm-hmm, for that was, um, <laughs> <people>. <laughs> for inviting me and, and uh, letting me announce for them. It was my honor and I had a lot of fun and I really appreciated it. Good good times.
2: All right, cool. Glad you got to do that, both of you.
1: Yeah, great pictures, Lee. That's some fantastic stuff.
2: Lee, you're muted.
1: You're muted. Are you talking? Oh, there's a good shot. Meet Lee. I see his mouth moving, but he's no voice. Uh,
0: it's just weird my mouse is acting up. Can you hear oh, me okay? There you go. Yeah, oh, now we hear you. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: There we go. Uh, there we got a nice shot of the yeah. heroes of uh, Battle of Britain.
0: It was neat. And the, the only criticism I had is when they were flying at the beginning, they were flying on deck and we were stuck behind people who were standing, you know, at the fence line. So we couldn't see their low passes because you know they were you know twenty feet off the runway. It was hmm. it was impressive. But oh. uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a nice shot of them.
1: I just want another thing. A kind of Butch kind of reminded me a little bit in, in a roundabout way. Uh, he was talking about organization. I had a one of the oppor- the neat things about being an announcer is I got to hang out at the pre pre air show briefing, pre flight briefing that they held. and this is something they hold only for the air show performers. So you walk into the hangar and you got the flight boss. He's got a, a TV screen. And you got a bunch of people there, but they're all—you got the Thunderbird people, the, the Snowbirds, all the people, with the Warbirds, people doing the the uh, parachute jumps, all the people that are be performing, and so the flight boss is there. All right, here's the airspace you're going to be flying in. This is the altitude. You've got the the hobby airport, so you've got this particular shaped box, and don't fly over here, and and this and that. And it was really interesting. You, you get like. He'd ask, okay, F 18 guy, are you here? Okay. This
3: <laughs> kid's <laughs> raised his hand. Oh,
0: sorry. I, I,
1: I, know,
3: sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said the Abeam guy. Um, and they had a, a, a bunch of guitars lined out on a table. And apparently, the, these are for the, the people performing at the air show, would sign these guitars. And the guitars that either were auctioned off or sold, I can't remember exactly what it was, to I, to whatever, I guess, either um, some sort of not, a charity or something. And so they had organized by the, I think they had World War II, and then maybe the um, regular show, and then, uh, maybe the F, the Blue Angels and something like that. So it was kind of neat. It's just nice <laughs> electric guitar, all these little signatures on it.
0: Ben's yeah. got to sign the banjo.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I signed a table tablecloth, right. uh, but but we were we had an important part because at one point the flight boss goes, okay, RC uh, airplane guys, you you are you set? And this is the time that you show up, you perform, and I got a I got an interesting um, schedule. It was not the normal schedule. This was sort of the flight boss schedule. So it talks about the aircraft and where they're supposed to be positioned and the times and the staging and that kind of stuff. So that was kind of neat to see that and get a get a you know, copy of that. So and uh, flight boss is a real hoot. Uh, he was a fun guy to listen to. And, and of course, the... Oh, dang it. It just sure reminded me. Sorry. just reminded me of something with the announcer. Um, the announcer is a real neat guy. His name is Rob Lowe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> only reason Angeles. why I remember his name. Yeah, he's ageless. And I, I forgot. I just remembered I need to get in contact with him about something. But, yeah. So, it was a real pleasure to work with those two guys. They were real accommodating. Even when we kind of we had a little mix-up with uh, uh, coordination. Uh, on Sunday. But we got it all worked out. We had a good time. Nobody was hurt. Everybody had a lot of fun.
2: So that's the way it is.
1: Yeah, I did Saturday and Sunday. I had to leave really early. Oh, man, we had to get there I think about 6.30 is when we met. And I got to drive my car in through the the gates into the field and unload. Once
2: again, Uh, let's (laughs) take a moment of silence for Fitz and all his hardships.
1: It was a dirty job, but somebody had to do it.
2: so
0: (laughs) far. <laughs> me a river.
1: yeah i got to bring my val out and, sh- and show it off a little bit i didn't fly it but it was on display there so uh wow. so val's it's getting it's around randy
0: i pulled randy aside and i just like i was begging him you know every year i tell him they've got to bring more you know scale you know aircraft that are on display there they've got to bring someone's got to bring a b-17 that's like the b-70 you know, texas raiders or something more yeah civilian-type you know, type aircraft, or in the, in this case, Warbird, because I think Mike Leibel's B-24 would have been beautiful oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just wish they'd do more of that. Now, that's not, not to diss the, the 3D guys. They did a great show, but I really think it'd be great if we had like a Warbird event where like four or five Warbirds were flying in the sky at the same time. I think it would have been great.
1: Yeah, it would have been neat. There was time to do that, so uh, maybe next year if they're listening or if Butch has the ear of the guys, they can, they can suggest that.
0: Well, there you go. But good job, by the way. We 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 heard you. You sounded you? good. I heard your I heard your witch cackle. <laughs> 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 I laughed. <laughs> I, I think I, I told a. <laughs> As I was telling Ryan, I said, "I wonder if I could pick up fits within the video." So I'll try to, I'll try
1: to it pull it out. Yeah, when I did that, I think it was, it was either the flight boss or the announcer who kind of looked at me and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you did a good job. Congratulations, by the way, because I knew that oh, you were you, excited you. to do that, and I'm glad it pulled through for you.
1: That was incredibly cool. I always like going to air shows. Even when I was a kid, I used to force my parents to drag me around to different air shows, and uh, to be able to participate in one in that capacity was just uh, really, really uh, amazing. And uh, uh, it was an instant bucket list item. It wasn't a, a bucket list that I would have normally have, but as soon as I was asked, it's was like, okay, I'm making a bucket list so I can put that in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my new bucket list. So my new bucket list. Is- when an announcer slot opened up, what if they had called and said, the wind walker has a cold today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Uh, no.
0: If had called you and said they need another pilot, would you have flown the Val if they just at the last minute said, hey, can you fly the Val?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. That would have been fun because it's got a smoke system on it too and stuff. So I could have flown around and and has a bomb drop too. It flew around, and dropped the bomb, maybe done a little aerobatics or something like that. Sure, that would have been fun. All right, cool. Hint, hint. Hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, available next year. <laughs>
2: See, I thought that story started with Lee, but at some point, it was Fitz doing all the
0: talking. No, so, I I wanted him to talk about it. I thought it was really cool. I was there. I got to witness it, and I had a I had a fun time too. So it was we were sharing the moment.
1: Right. Yeah, it would not have happened without Lee. Lee, thanks for thinking of me and, and offering and volunteering volunteering me. I guess you could say. <laughs> you're you're friend uh, yeah. And that was and sort of I a did. that was a good end to a doubleheader because I got to guest announce at the Bomber Field the previous weekend. Right. So.
0: Right. so probably a good up. <laughs> exactly me 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 Plane. <laughs> 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 All
2: right. Well, e, if you're not going to volunteer, I need you to tell me about that spacewalker. No, oh.
0: yeah. Uh, yeah this the is wing. the wing. This is the wing of a space spacewalker. It's one of like the. F- I don't know the models. I mean, it's funny because Terry and I've had this discussion long time ago about like the Kyosho 177 model. There was one that was foam. There was one that was blow mold. There was one that had a built wing covered built wing. Mm-hmm. One that's foam covered or just a foam with ABS plastic. So this, as I believe, the first uh, Kyosho R f- for glow. So this oh, is really? not the one that came out later that was for either or. So I have to modify this one. But I got this from Richard Ng from Georgetown about two, uh, maybe three or three four years? years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's now the funny thing is we, we, we kind of, it's going to be full circle here to, to go back to what you started on, Terry, is that the parts for this I already put together. But when Austin got that cub and he wanted to fly that Goldberg cub at the Cubs and Cousins at Spar- uh excuse me, at the. Uh, space city uh-huh. i gave him the motor for this oh, so that's the that one he put on the cub though. so i kept this out here finally i got the other motor in the servo so that's one of my next projects to finish is to get
1: the spacewalker up are you, you going to Go ahead, you gonna have to are you going to make some sort of hatch or something for the battery
0: i am but uh i'm hopeful i mean i did a uh a conversion and e-conversion on a four star 40 R F that i think worked out real well i i uh I've, I don't know if I used epoxy or glue, but I uh, coated the the top f- sheeting uh, from underneath, and I just let it did it get hard, and then I cut out a little hinge flap. So that's how I got access to my four star forty. Hmm. You know, it, it, there was no need for support. It was there's no formers nearby, so that that worked out fine. So we'll see. It may or may not work for that. We'll we'll give it a try. Otherwise, I'll see if I can actually cut the uh, the cockpit <coughs> out. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. That's I haven't pulled everything together yet, and and there's no instructions, so it, it literally have I don't know somewhere over here, uh, the cardboard you know cover. Yeah. With, there's a picture that has all the parts, and I'm just going to wing it. So yeah, I'm hopeful. <laughs> I think I can do it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'll it'll you, end up
0: looking at one of your planes.
2: Mm-hmm. You pulled the motors and speed controls out of your P thirty eight. Do you think one of those would be big enough to power the spacewalker? Uh, no, I only
0: pulled the motors. I left the speed controllers. Okay. And I bought, um, no, they were fine. I put, um, two, three, four. Oh, wait a minute. Gosh, I'm, I don't think I did on the P30. I think the ESC on there was fine. It was
2: acceptable. So no, I just have the other motors, but, uh, why are you asking? I'm just, I'm sorry. thought you were in the market for a motor I'm just trying to go through my internal catalog of the stuff you have oh i'm i'm good i'm good for motors in fact the motors
0: i think i told you this story but the motors i pulled off the flight line p38 are going on the banana hobbies b25 uh, and that, they're yeah. technically the same motor but i think the one from Flightline's built better and i'm going to push it to a five five s oh. how's that coming along so i've been busy I'm <laughs> so no it's still in the garage it's it's waiting i got Is it been here oh well, i got the cows here yeah. they're not nearby so but uh, yeah we spray painted the cowls, so we're slowly but surely but i got everything i need i think i had mentioned on an earlier sh- uh podcast that i was able to pick up from banana hobbies the entire screw set a bag oh, of all yeah. those screws because so many of these are rusted because mm-hmm. the plane was so in so much water but for 20 bucks i mean what a deal you know, to go ahead and replace everything. How so, many
2: screws did you get for? It's a lot. Bucks?
0: It's well, and not not just screws though. It was also uh, plastic panels.
2: So oh, all the hinges. That, you
0: know, yeah. So uh, the accessory kit, I guess, is what they call it. Okay. That makes so, so, sense. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that done. I know. <laughs> I will tell you. I can't tell you how many times. I don't know if he's still here with us, but Cody Cat. <laughs> hmm. Every, when we were on the flight line at wings over houston he was like dad can we fly the b-25 here dad can you fly the b-25 hey maybe we could bring the b-25 we could fly the b-25 here dad <laughs> 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 think, can i get permission first because be, it's big enough we can fly it here i know we could
1: i, I guess he fly wants fly to fly to b-25 <laughs>
0: yeah uh let's see The this is uh michael yeah so um yeah, I, I already pulled those motors, and they were <laughs> rusty.
1: Throw magnets.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, those were those were ripped out immediately after we had that conversation. So I wasn't even thinking of using those or the ESC. So I've already re- replaced all the electronics.
2: Yeah, if you dunk the motor in epoxy, it'll keep the magnets from coming <laughs> off.
0: There you go. Oh, so that's about it. Gosh, we've been we've been live for over an hour. I, I'm
2: good. Okay. All right. Do you want to hear about my new project? Oh yeah. Okay. Is it a show and tell or is it just a topic discussion? I'm going to try that again. You guys want to hear about my new project? What was wrong with the first time? That's even worse. I'm looking for some enthusiasm here. <laughs> what is it? What is it?
1: <laughs> Are good enough for you?
2: Now you're faking.
1: Are you it. having a seizure?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody help fits. All right, I'm sure, I'm, in,
1: I'm intrigued by your query, Terry. Perhaps you can inform us more <laughs> give, on this particular fire. project. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my sailor hat? All
2: right. Fine, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Where are we? Let's see if you can see the whole thing here. Oh, here hold on, i got
1: to... Oh, cool! Here.
0: Yeah, that's what you were talking about on this podcast.
1: It's a, it's a Tholian fighter. <laughs> we are a tholian. A tholian. What? You be, a tholian. the Tholians. You yeah, have entered the uh the the tholian annex of the no the annex of the tholian empire. Never mind. Okay. Do you know the tholians? Star Trek
0: nerd. Alert. Oh, uh,
2: All right, this is a stringless wonder. It's a stringless wonder knockoff. The original was a free flight rubber band powered balsa and tissue thing. This is a foam board knockoff of that. That's also three-channel RC. So I got a little uh, 50-ish watt brushless motor up there, a little uh, piece of 10 by 10 aluminum tube and a couple servos, speed control, and the push rods go back here. Anyway, all I did was take the plans for it, which I I think I got from the AMA. Yeah, the AMA has these plans. And I just uh, sized them to fit the maximum dimensions of a piece of foam board and put it together. And it flies. It flies so go. need,
0: I'm going to jump in here right now and say, did you see the knees go I build AMA or the build tip? Of I the did.
2: Month? Where they talk that's about exactly, ironing the
0: edges. That's exactly what you need to do with that. Okay. <laughs> we me Okay. I do. I know. you. <laughs>
2: Just, around the edges. I know round the edges. Steve and Jack do these beautiful scale models that take advantage they of They would be so impressed if you round the edges
0: using their tip. Yeah. Around Come on, edge. be a friend, be a pal.
1: Sorry I had that. I'll fine. get right on that look. Yeah. Yeah. Also, but, what uh, happened in the middle?
2: Um I don't know. That's how oh, they find okay. it. Um, so that's how I built it again. And it flies fine. The the wing loading is still next to nothing. <laughs> Oh, he's online. Busted. You must round the edges. For those listening and not watching, Steve needs good. It just chimed in in the comments and agrees with Lee that I need to round the edges. <laughs> we'll see. How about that? We'll see. Um, where was I going? Oh, the middle part. Um,
0: Actually, look, I want to show everybody real quick. I'm interrupting this program to bring you a special bulletin. There's a bunch of this them. this month... This month is uh, build month for the AMA, and I have worked with a great clan of people. I even have a couple more coming, and one of them uh, I haven't even mentioned to you, Terry. So next week, you're going to see a special uh, tip that you're going to go, Wow. Uh, but anyway, these are all some buddies of mine that I asked to help us do the uh, build tip videos. And look at that build tip, these go to shaping foam edges. You too. Terry can round off edges on your ugly-looking foam plane there.
2: Man, totally no pressure in the hole deeper and deeper. <laughs> All
0: right. Am I right? So, Am I right? He's gonna. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of holes,
2: back to my airplane.
3: <laughs>
2: you thought I was going to say speaking of holes, back to Lee. expected but, speaking of a that A-hole. would be rude. It's of a hole. Um. No, it, I'm not sure what it does. Maybe it affects the aerodynamics. Maybe it doesn't. But it actually makes it pretty easy to orient in the air.
0: <laughs> I think it, you need to put strings through it and play it like a, a mandolin. Mandolin. Like yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, it's a fun little airplane. It'll do rolls and loops and all the things. It's not overpowered by any stretch, but it's uh, just a fun little calm day, <clears and throat> no-stress flyer. So I bet yeah, it leaning. plays
0: even better with rounded tips and leading edges.
2: Okay, you made your point.
0: No, I don't want a point. I want it rounded. (laughs) I'm making my rounded.
2: (laughs) So Rev 2 may have rounded edges per your how-to video. So so
1: is it just rudder elevator then? Yep, that's it, and throttle. Cool.
2: So, yeah, just a simple little throw-together airplane that flies well. Fun. Maybe I'll put landing gear on it. I don't know. Or skis.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, winter's coming. Winter's coming.
2: Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. fly it with a two-cell, three hundred and fifty, something like that. I forget what it weighs, but it's, it's like seven small. or eight ounces.
1: Yeah. Think you fly it indoors?
2: I think so. At that facility around here, that's pretty big. It's a soccer um, field, or a half soccer field. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, could certainly fly it in there. So,
0: you just we'll made see. me sad. We lost. We lost our one of our flying fields this week. Oh, really? so, yeah, oh. the, the place we go to The high school had this huge field Next to the retention pond And uh, they're building A bus barn And they took over the entire lot And now it's mm. completely blocked off But even worse, and my son will tell you He was very angry coming home today They blocked off like Part of the parking lot For the students And blocked off two of the exit Slash entrances So there's only one way to get in and out of the school now
3: Oh man, it it is
0: ridiculous. They should have started this you know over the holidays, Thanksgiving or Christmas, or maybe on the weekends, not during the the week. But they put up a fence and everything, so we've lost our little local field. So now I got to go find another
2: one. Let's funnel all the inexperienced drivers into one location. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and you know what?
0: It's you said that Terry and Austin said there was a wreck already today people were going around trying to get out and couldn't see the they have some of these little uh cargo containers there too yeah i think someone was going around one and didn't see them so yeah a bunch anyway, of impatient teenagers or those trying to impress the ladies with their big truck and <laughs> uh, watch, how, watch how fast i can go whack
1: oh <laughs> yeah. god uh, all
2: right um there's one more thing that i had on a list okay. my pretend list in my head uh, we're going to pretend I just stopped talking about the Goldberg Cub. We're going to segue. Speaking of Goldberg airplanes, have you seen the new release from Old School Model Works?
0: Oh, I did. Oh, f- oh, something 56. 50. Oh, gosh. They just Darn call it the
2: 56. Is it called the 56? Yeah. Okay. which is It's a remake of the Falcon 56, which is a okay. classic Goldberg design. Yes. So yeah, you look out there on their website, old school. Uh, I always get this wrong. Is it oldschoolmodels.com? Somebody uh,
0: Let me f- let me go find it for you. Google Stand Old by. School Model
2: Works and you'll get it. I
0: shall. For you. Keep talking. Phil. Um, Phil, buddy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's uh electric or glow. And it looks I think it's the same size as the original, which would be a 56, 56 inch wingspan. Double check me on all this. And uh yeah, like forty size The <laughs> the fifty the six. Yeah, <laughs> The fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classic wool of design has been brought back in laser cut form. There
1: you go. Now in POG form. Oh
2: yeah,
1: it looks a bit like a Falcon fifty six, doesn't
2: it? <laughs> what you just said, right? Not, not exactly. A couple times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Oh, hey! did look at that? I made it <clears throat> sparky build did Sparky built one stuff. of these recently? From plans, am I remembering that correctly? Uh, sorry, I think. Oh, did. Sparky! Yeah, yeah, I yeah. He, he a Yeah, he? yeah, he did. He did bring it best. It's,
0: it's pretty. Yeah.
2: Gosh, he's of so good. At this. So this is a little bit nostalgic for me because my first RC kit, not the first RC plane I flew, but my first kit was the junior falcon which is an 049 powered version of this so we started to build it never quite finished it and i don't know what happened to it but i can still picture that box and the plans and all the things
0: (laughs) i love this welcome first timer (laughs) (laughs) hi
2: kurt long time listener first time caller
0: (laughs) yep thanks for a wonderful best hope you uh, listen to the podcast but thanks for a great best buddy Yep. We had a wonderful time. Yeah,
1: Good to see you, Kirk. Uh, great time we had, at
2: best. So, did you hmm. find the website, Lee? The, the address? Oh,
0: <laughs> I just showed it.
2: Well, you had the pictures, but I was trying to figure
0: try out the
2: Okay, thank you. Not to be confused so what, with oldmodels.com. That's a very different website that you probably don't want to go to. <laughs> old <school. So> Models. <laughs>
1: go back to that. What size was it What power setup? don't remember.
2: <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> I think Please stand size by. Is in the name.
1: No, no. I'm, I'm, what, what size? Is that for? the size engine is in the name?
2: It's a 40 size, right?
1: 56? Yeah, it's
2: 40 size. I'm going That's not in the name. Seconds. A 40 is not 50. 50 wingspan. Yeah, it says 19 yeah, well, to
0: 35.
1: There we go. That's the, what I'm looking for. The,
0: the wing span's 56
1: inches. Yeah, But I'm curious about the power. Okay, so. Neat. 19 to
2: 35. So I guess a 40 is uh, actually over. A
1: little on the high side, yeah. And I, I guess a Kuhlman electric
2: option yeah. for that. Yeah. Neat. All right. Oops, sorry. Hey, Lee. Hey, at the end of our last show and a sort of subversive, sneaky thing you did. You had a giveaway. I did.
0: And now I've got it wasn't prepared. You could have like, you know, texted me a little private message saying, Hey, I'm about to talk about this thing that you don't you don't have up on the the screen. Stand by.
2: (laughs) I thought you might have one of the things right in front of you. Fitz okay. and I didn't even know what you were giving of away. Of course
0: not. <laughs> there we go. Let's see if I can pull it up here. do. <laughs> got noisy all of a sudden.
1: Uh, believe somebody did had heater a heater
0: turn on. Okay, that. Can you see?
1: Uh, give it a second. Yes. It. There we go. <clears throat> Eric, Tony, Ken. Did you see uh, that I
0: snarky d- comment? <laughs> no, I didn't. I gosh darn it! <laughs> I can't read it on that one. The Strato Mitchell
1: B 52 Strato missile,
0: exactly because it's backwards.
1: Oh,
0: (laughs) it's a B 25. Some copyrights were were, were infringed.
2: (laughs) Um, but anyway, a profile desk model is that what it works out to be? Uh, yeah, it's just a little you know card
0: you pull apart. But what's fun about it is that the guy who made him. Who made that one? He had made previous ones like the F15, the Spitfire, and so mm. I asked him to do a B25, and I paid him, you know, I tipped him on the not, uh, yeah, maybe it was Thingiverse. So anyway, he came back and he built it for me. I was like, that's yeah, so cool. cool. So I gave, you know, I gave like forty to to uh, Ryan. <laughs> He's got a fleet of them now. You, know? <laughs> you gotta get your unit cost down. On <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a bomber squadron hanging from one. a ceiling. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I think I built a bigger one too because I could stretch it on my bed. But anyway, I, I printed those out and I just randomly picked the three that uh, sent us a, an email. So congratulations! I put them in the mail today. So, all right, cool. There you go. Thanks for doing that. Fun to fun to make. I like the little card things are simple. And I've got like three P P38s in front of my keyboard in my office. Can <laughs> to reach over to type.
2: Exactly. Can never and have reach enough. through. You can reach through the tail booms. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Just yeah. Go yeah. You make them big enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah, necklace. Really cool necklace. Yeah. We're on the same wavelength, there, uh, okay. Okay. Airplane gangster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just make it gold, and <laughs> All
2: right. So Are we out of things. I'm,
0: I think so, except for one thing. Just wait, I'm going to be able to just uh, uh, say yes, jump up for joy. The Astros beat the Red Sox tonight. Thank you very much, Astros, for making me believe again (laughs) after those two grand slams back to back. (laughs) Very sad, but looks like the uh, Astros beat the Red Sox nine to one. Woohoo! So, So. what does that make the series? Uh, Three to two. All right. So nail biter. And that's back here in Houston now. Woohoo! Even better. Oh, so they won in Boston? Yep. Yeah, that's big. It is big. Yeah. Boston. So yay. Boston. Yay. Let's do this thing. That's it. Now Keep I'm my done. Ghost hey. <clears throat> Rose. Anything right. else? Fitz?
3: <laughs>
0: Anything to give away, Fitz? I've been the one giving away stuff. It's about your time that you guys, you know. Found your basement deal bargains or basement deal, things no. are just lying around. Oh, who loves you, folks? <laughs> Those guys are greedy. they just want them things for themselves. I've got a sticker. All right, what's I've
1: the, got what's an what's old puff battery. <laughs> Somebody can have this old battery. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: got a sticker and a puffed battery for you. I, I just want you to know I gave away new batteries, you know. Oh. Those Remember? preparing with that new battery that I got at that estate sale?
1: <laughs> I got the bones from my kit that I've been building. A-
0: oh, let's have Let's out. have the Fitz Mystery Box giveaway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't hey, know
2: that that that's a good thing to mention here, Fitz. You got a fa coming up?
1: Yeah, the uh, FQ. Yeah. No, it's it's four. What's the fourth power?
2: Uh, it's fantastic. fantastic Motilla Motilla of fun. Of fun. That's
1: four. four. That's not cubed. Four quad. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah I have a, one of my. What's uh, a quarterly boat regatta coming up this coming Saturday? That's what Stuart Rush is asking about. It starts. Uh, when does it? Yeah. It starts around nine ish, which means people show up at around eight. Uh, and we go. <laughs> I purposely said it later because I knew. The, People are going to start early. If I say, if I said eight, people are going to start there at seven. So it uh, yeah. starts at nine. Weird. Yeah, uh, man. People sleep, man. Go to sleep. Saturday anyways uh it's uh I, I posted the flyer on our facebook page so go to the rc roundtable facebook you'll see the flyer up there it gives you the location directions, start time that kind of stuff uh so and we go roughly until noonish usually we, we start cutting out about lunchtime because we're, we're hungry uh, uh but it there's no official cutoff time you can stay there all day if you want but you're probably going to be by yourself after about noon uh but it looks like the weather's going to be good uh although not terribly windy it looks like the wind's going to be relatively calm again I think the prediction was about five, seven miles per hour.
0: That's all you need. So bring your motorboats.
1: But, yeah, but there will be, you know, some wind. So I'll bring the buoys. So hopefully I'll throw some buoys out. I need to go probably, I normally have to go out there and take a measurement. Um, Normally I go Fridays, but I may be busy Friday. So I'll probably go out tomorrow and take a quick uh, depth measurement to send out emails. If you are in the Houston area and you want to participate, uh, you can send uh, email to contact at rcroundtable.com, and I can, can uh, forward you the um, information and put you on a mailing list if you're in an area and you want to know when these come up. And that way, when I send out information, usually I'll, I'll say, hey, we're going to have it on this date, and then I'll send out a flyer. And then a day or two, where I'll send up a, a, a field report to show you how deep it is because there's a, a ledge at the park. It's a very nice park, but there's a little bit of a ledge. I think it's there so people don't drown. And so if there is not a lot of rain, it may be a little shallower or maybe a little deeper, depending on how rain is. And so I'll give people an idea of how deep it is so they can uh, they can accommodate that with their sailboats. Usually some sailboats have a really long keel, and they may be an issue. So these you'll get an idea of what, what will fit. But anyways, enough jacking about that. Yes, uh, boat event this coming Saturday to 23rd. Uh, if you're in the area, stop by. Even if you don't have a boat, stop by. It's and always we see. Fun. Yeah, that's Stuart. I Says give he's it coming. Two thumbs Fantastic. Thumbs are you yeah, we should in? have a good turnout.
0: I can't. I'm wishing my son good luck in his uh, UIL competition. Mm. My oldest. Right. He's got a band competition. That's so what phones are for.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> phones and uh, FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> we, you have to be there <laughs> to show them the love. To cheer <laughs> them really, like, on.
1: Yeah, that, that that's good. That's uh <laughs> you no, your, I was kidding. your
0: wife to sit down. You're getting kind of loud here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, we usually come out, so I understand completely. Uh, so hopefully your son does well. And don't Who's going to
2: rescue all the boats? Uh, actually,
1: um, but there's another guy. He said he just, he's got a tugboat. He picked up one of those new tugboats. And I think another guy said he might have one. So there should be at least one or two tugboats out there to retrieve things.
0: Well, and I think I showed you guys. I had the top deck done for my FPV. Oh, so it's ready oh, yeah? to
2: go. Man, you must be chomping at the bit to try that out. Man, what a perfect time. needs to crash. Come on. <laughs> You're probably pulling drain plugs on other people's boats when they're not looking. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Did you forget to charge that battery?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll save you.
1: That reminds me. So, probably, uh, I know a couple of people are talking about bringing some of their high-powered speedboats out there, so it might have some electric, excitement. Though. Electric, yeah. The only electric stuff. Uh, the, uh, the guy who, took, who bought out the local hobby shop, he's big into speedboats. So yeah. yeah, so he said he's going to come out. And uh, there's a local group of powerboat people, and I think one or two said they were going to come out as well, based on All their right. Facebook posts.
2: Well, I hope the powerboats and the sailboats play nicely together. They typically
0: do. We had one guy, we had to slap his wrist. He was getting whitey close. He would would pull out and he'd he'd slowly go through the boats and then rip out again and stay over there. Use the sailboats as pylons. And I
3: apologize.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Yeah, it's a neat event. Usually there's a really good mix of stuff. We've had to sailboats power boats steam boats submarines uh, all kinds of these nice, paddle boats yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're doing the first gump thing aren't you, oh, wow. <laughs> the boats and you. Boats and scuttle boats and uh, that's it that's <laughs>
0: it and submarines
1: and submarines yeah uh, <laughs> if you haven't ships.
0: been to the uh, fantastic flotilla fun I highly recommend going. We have photos from past events on our Facebook page. So go over there and search through the Flotilla Fun or just look for fits. <laughs> but uh, it's it's always a blast. So I, I'd say it's definitely worth it if you are even interested because there are a couple of people who uh, bring extra boats out there for kids to run.
1: So, yeah. To yeah. Consider. I usually have an extra boat that I'll have people transfer my little tugboat or something. My little tuggy. tuggy, my
0: little tuggy. I, have, I have an extra boat and I gave. Yeah my my neighbor the speed controller because he needed a, he needed one for his boat so he gave me a new one i haven't hooked it up yet but i do have a little boat i usually give kids to run it cuz i really don't care it's that one we got at the expo oh yeah
1: so yeah for 20 bucks
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: so all right well it looks like we had a good time everybody got some neat stuff to share yep. and i wish you luck Fitz. i hope you can get all those planes built
1: yeah, yeah it's going to yeah <laughs> i got a backlog now It'll be I'm busy all winter
0: You'll call me when you fly that glider because I'd love to get the video for that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to definitely gonna need some help with it. I'll let you try it out.
2: Cool. He can launch with uh, handed
1: I may need some help earlier for the, the ugly stick, oh, the stick too as well.
0: Actually, I'll fill in this and then we'll we'll end the show. One thing that I hope Fitz and I will do soon is I'll take a trip over there to look at this flat printer that you've got. I don't know if you have a picture of it. If it's in back there, don't worry about it. But, uh, it's holding
1: some planes up at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't don't mess with it. Uh, so <laughs> one of our tasks should be for the show, the podcast, is to you should you and I should get together, see what if we can get to work, and then do a live. Sh- I still mentioned this. Do a live show on Hobby View of us actually, you know, working on it, and then follow up with this guy Terry, this guy right here, on uh, how it works. Because I think you need to give us a vital part too, right? You have to give us software.
2: Yes. Okay. I got to figure so. out
0: what it is. But yeah. Okay. Well, let's get that thing cranking so I can get some thunder and lightning. Yeah.
1: Out. Yeah. All Richard right. sent me a link to a user group or something on that particular printer. So, uh, uh, so that I need to look look into that and see if there's any, uh, like, a quick start guide or something like that.
2: Yeah. Do all the legwork fix. Yeah. I him. need to do it.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll
0: bring the pizza. So.
1: <laughs> Not too soon, though. Let me. Let me finish the yeah. glider first, and then I'll have more time to muck with it. Right now, I got to devote pretty much all my time to that.
2: All right. The very last right. thing in episode oh. 138 that we released yesterday. Yeah. Towards the end of that, I had some go backs and corrections from my neat um diatribe from the episode before that. And uh, basically, Jason Klein gave me some uh, feedback on that to set me straight. He just set me straight here, the Phoenix model that I flew into Mark's fanny at meat fair. If you want to buy one to fly into (laughs) your friend's fanny, (laughs) go to Laser Toys. That's where you can get one.
1: (laughs) Does it come with a complimentary rubber nose? (laughs) Rubber spinner?
2: (laughs)
3: All
0: right, that's all all I have. Wrap it up, Fitz.
1: Oh me,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, you said so. Your thing. job, you're good at it.
1: All right, so that what you just saw here was another fun-filled live episode of the RC Roundtable, where we make stuff up as we go along, and we do a good job at it too, don't we?
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> no, not,
1: no. <laughs> oh God, no. Cow, come on, you guys got to have some uh, confidence in your ability.
2: When did you lose your humility, boy? Wings never changed you, Fitz. I, st- <laughs> I don't know you because anymore. He goes, I'm an announcer
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> Next will be Monster Trucks. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Horus. <laughs> all right, so uh, thanks everybody for joining us on this live episode. I know we don't do it all that often, but it's always so fun to have you guys participate in the chat. Uh, this is really makes it special. You can correct us live in real time when we screw up instead of... Getting us nasty emails after we've already published it, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so really appreciate it. It's great fun to talk to you guys, uh, everybody, while in our workshop, especially ones that's not 800 degrees in uh, shade. And um, I don't know what else to say other than thanks, everybody. Uh, if you're yeah, listening, thanks for
2: sharing your evening with us,
1: yes, thanks a lot. yep, yep, we really appreciate you. We the show wouldn't exist without you guys, so uh, thank you for listening to our live broadcast, we always enjoy doing it. And as always, uh, check us out on our social media stuff: Facebook, YouTube, and we have an Instagram, don't we?
0: Instagram,
1: yep. Yeah. Yeah. Insta, Insta, something or another. A
0: vibrant
2: uh, Instagram account.
1: Uh, yeah, so we do post quite a bit there. So remember to hit the like button, and hit the subscribe, and hit the bell for our so you can get in first on our next uh, live show. So we have to wait around so long for people to join the chat. and on that note uh, thanks everybody we'll see you next time please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites thanks for listening